Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, as we look forward to the new year, we're taking a look back at some of the most interesting stories we covered over the past year. Big news at Kent State University as they opened their brand new Aeronautics and Engineering Center made possible by a $6.5 million donation from FedEx. And they formed a new partnership with Delta Airlines to provide career opportunities for students studying to be commercial pilots. College of Aeronautics and Engineering Dean Christina Blobaum. What we're seeing across the world is an increase of commercial travel. So this is why the Boeings and Lockheeds are doing so well. Uh, and Airbus because they can't even keep up with the demand for aircraft. So the more aircraft that are produced, the more people that are flying around the world, the more pilots who are needed. The other real need is on the aircraft maintenance side. And so we're very excited to be building a maintenance program, actually. And that will be in partnership with the Astabula Regional Campus of Kent State University. In Cleveland, the NASA Glenn Research Center is paving the way for the next mission to Mars. University of Akron Associate Research Professor Heather Orovec tells us about her latest project. There is a mission that is going to launch in July of 2020. NASA is sending a Mars 2020 rover to the surface of Mars. They're going to land near the Jezero crater. And what that rover is going to do is it's going to drive around the surface of Mars and collect different soil and rock samples. So what my job is, is to, for future potential rover missions and a potential sample return mission, I need to study the surface of Mars and determine appropriate terrain requirements for Mars that will help the rovers better traverse across Mars. We've learned from past missions that some of the rovers that have gone up there, their tires have not performed how they're supposed to perform. So we're looking to design better tires for rovers in the future and for these potential sample return missions. So for the Mars 2020 rover, they've redesigned those wheels. They've reduced the mass of that, but they've increased the skin thickness of it. What we're working on here at NASA Glenn is creating a different type of tire where it's an airless tire. It's created with many different coiled wires made out of shaped memory alloy material. And what that does is it reduces the mass even further, which is great for any missions that are going to launch. We want to reduce mass so that we reduce costs. We've proven that this increases attractive performance of these tires. It can support higher loads. It's much more durable and more compliant of a tire. So that's kind of what we're designing for these future missions. But in order to do that, we need to be able to test here on Earth and make sure that these tires are going to perform how we expect them to perform on Mars. So how do we do that? We need to know all we can know about the Martian terrain. And so my job is to identify the appropriate terrain requirements of Mars. What we're looking for in this research on on surface mobility is we're looking for the physical and mechanical or the geotechnical properties of these soils. Is it rockier up 
there, or is the sand composed of something that makes it different than on Earth? So basically, the, the Martian terrain is composed mainly of dust, sand, and rock. There's a lot of dry, loose, sandy desert-type areas. There are also a lot of like rocky outcrops and plateaus that would be similar to kind of like a volcanic lava rock field. So it can be very rough terrain. And the wheels that were sent up previously were made of an aluminum skin, and they just didn't withstand this type of terrain as well. Obviously, we can't send a pneumatic or an air-filled tire to extraterrestrial places. It just won't work. We have to come up with some type of metallic material-based wheel that will work, and we've come up with a really unique design here at NASA Glenn. Some of the researchers that have been involved in that, Colin Krager and uh, Vivek Asnani, have developed a spring tire and it's made of several different coiled springs that intertwine and it's it's very compliant it withstands very high loads and it seems to be very durable and we've also proven that it improves the traction While the tech boom has been a source of unparalleled wealth and prosperity in some parts of America, that's not the case here in Ohio, at least not in places like the Mahoning Valley, represented in Congress by Democrat Tim Ryan, who just recently dropped out of the presidential race. I got into this race in April to really give voice to the forgotten people of our country, the workers who have been left behind, the businesses who have been left behind, the people who need health care or aren't getting a quality education or saddled by tremendous debt. I wanted to give voice to the forgotten communities that have been left behind by globalization and automation. But it's not that there aren't any jobs available in Ohio or in other parts of the country right now. In fact, there are actually thousands of openings available that can't be filled because there just aren't enough workers with the right mix of skills necessary to do them. In Washington, Republican Ohio Senator Rob Portman talked about that while he promoted the passage of a new measure called the JOBS Act. I'm hearing from a lot of employers, they say, we can't continue to grow if we don't find these workers. And some companies even saying we're going to have to leave Ohio or leave the United States if we don't have the workforce, because workforce, like other inputs, is very important to be able to have a competitive economy. So we've got to solve this problem. In Ohio and elsewhere, there are now thousands of job openings for physicians like welders and machinists and factories, medical technicians and hospitals, computer programmers and coders. So recognizing that's an issue, the state of Ohio just started a new program called TechCred. Lieutenant Governor John used it. An employer can identify somebody in their workforce or many people in their workforce they want to upskill, get them enrolled with a provider could be a community college, help them get an industry recognized credential and an in-demand occupation and simply show us the credential, show us you've completed it and we'll reimburse the employer up to $2,000 for the cost of that credential. There are other programs in place to help people trying to obtain tech skills as well, including the Akron Urban League's Ignite program, which helps area residents get the training and certification they need for careers in engineering and IT. For more information, go to akronurbanleague.com. And there's certainly a financial incentive for workers to obtain tech skills. Glassdoor.com recently put out its list of highest paying U.S. jobs and companies for 2019. And their senior economic research analyst, Amanda Stansel, says people in these kinds of jobs generally make more than twice the average American salary 
of roughly $54,000 a year. So we see roles like data scientist, um, solutions architect, and that's really because of all the tech companies that are battling to attract and retain these really talented, in-demand tech individuals. But what about tech entrepreneurs who dream of creating jobs and prosperity with new products? While there are already several strong accelerated programs in our area for software companies, until recently there was nothing comparable for companies that make high-tech physical products, also known as hard tech. Well, that's about to change now, according to Elise Ball from the University of Akron Research Foundation. We have always worked quite a lot with entrepreneurs that have physical products. And over the last several years, um, what we've been finding is that when we're working with those entrepreneurs, they miss out on some of the stuff that software founders get. So there aren't really accelerator programs in Northeast Ohio for these physical product companies. And there are a lot of advantages to having an accelerator program. Things like just the ability to work alongside other startup founders that are at roughly the same stage that you're at, to learn from one another, to have a list of deliverables that you're trying to get done by specific dates to keep your company on track. And so we launched the Stride Accelerator. This is a pilot program funded by the Burton D. Morgan Foundation to bring together four companies that all have physical products that are nearing market entry and to help them work through that process together as a cohort, learning from one another, participating alongside each other, and hopefully being the better for it. And that's it for now. Happy New Year and see you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.